what does he say? You want to know the first rule you know if you ever spent a day in your life. You never open your mouth until you know what the shot is. You fucking child. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's music. Nice. It's I beautiful. got it. It's beautiful. It is. It's really good. And it's not. That's not this minute, unfortunately. It's but not. No, we're just. We're, we're in a great minute. Though. We're just we're here talking like, about it. We're in the midst of the. We're we're being Baldwin. We are like we've until been, we're raw. We've been, we're not quite raw yet. We've been bent over the filing cabinet, <laughs> and we're being Baldwin. There's no coffee here. <laughs> Nothing that would act as a lubricant not for us anyway, in any way. No, we are definitely not closers. We are about to get it. Um, so w- this is minute eight. Yeah. Is it not? It is. We're in minute eight? Yeah, I can believe that. That's, that's the Ocho. Ocho. We're at the Ocho, yes. Bill. Billy Dubs. I know, man. Made it to the Ocho. We're almost a double digits. Being Baldwin at the Ocho. That's right. All right. Episode eight. Glenn Gary. Glenn Russ minute. And, the, and just please, I don't want to say too much more until... Before I get Baldwin, because I'm after you said that, I'm really ready for some Baldwining. I'm all kind of like yeah, opened up like a <laughs> like a flower. I understand. Baldwin has the same effect on me, Bill. Wow. Yeah, I always try to stop that at a you know in the okay. mid midline. That's okay. Uh, where there's a pause. But wow. What do you mean that's okay? You're already saying I, you're saying it's okay. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, you I know it's okay. No. About it. Did I? You you wished you had stopped it, right? A, a moment sooner. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Now see, that's like Son a mammoth scene. That's yes. like a little no, mammoth. That's is. what I'm it doing is. to you. That's not what you're doing. I'm baldwining you, <laughs> day and night. Oh. oh, thank God, this is not a video podcast. Thank the fucking Lord. I will be having nightmares tonight. Everyone should know. That was horrific. I felt like I was violated, as I'm sure. Everyone in that do. sales office oh my God. seems feels violated right now. Right. right, they're getting Baldwin. They really, or are. in I guess in the world of Seward, they're getting Blaked. They are. They're getting Blaked, but good. It's just starting. It's just. Beginning. You're right. He has not yet begun to Blake, no. and it already hurts. Yeah. It's already a little bloody. It's just the worst. You can He's see so where this terrible. is going. You can so, see this is going to get a lot worse yes. already. Yes. Okay. So let's break it down. What do we got? Let's, Top oh of the gosh. minute. Top of the minute. He says. Uh, uh, your name's Levine. You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so good. So good. Top of the scene, you call you. So we, you were right. In the last minute, we supposed he got a little pregame, a little pregame strategy. Uh, strategy? <laughs> strategy? God damn it, I should have known better. Yeah. He got a little pregame probably from Williamson, who's who and what's what and where they are. And, yep. he, and so he knows it's Levine. We, yep. That's confirmation. Clear. Your, your name's Levine. <laughs> You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch? I mean, it's just the harshest. And he, he's, he says it in such an... He's incredulous now that Shelley would dare believe that he is a salesman. Yeah. And not and, 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 and he doesn't qualify what kind of salesman. Like He doesn't say, you call yourself a good salesman. You call yourself a competent salesman. <laughs> Any salesman Any at kind. all. You're it's, right. It's either a salesman so is good. binary. So it's good. either yes. a salesman, salesman or, not or not salesman. Yes, yes. There's no quality. You can't even call yourself a bad salesman. No. Though. You're not even that. No, you're not even You're that. not even no, that. You're either a salesman or you're, or not, you're not. You son of yeah, a bitch. it's so good. And you, my friend, are not. At, but but Shelly's like, yeah. yeah. I do, I do, I do call myself. So I think he's. I always thought he's going like whoa, 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 <laughs> trying to get <laughs> no, the word "what" yes, out. Like, but do you, whoa, 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 whoa. But he's nodding also. Right after that, you call yourself a salesman, bit. Show me. I'm showing you. You see it. Your name's Levine. Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe that's what he was nodding at. 
<laughs> okay. And then, and, then, and yeah, and then Dave Moss is my fucking hero. This is the guy that I would be. I would speaking absolutely. Up for the group. I would yes, he's speaking up for the a group. shop steward. I would be like, nah, nah, nah. You can't talk to us like that. I, and what does he say? I don't have to listen to this bullshit. I don't have to listen to this shit. Yeah, and no one does. You certainly don't, pal. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's really good. So Look, Moss even actually gets up and puts his jacket on. Yeah, no, he's, he's like out. out he's of here. Yeah, he's, he's fucked a lot of you. Fuck you all. He's out the door. Right, right. He's ghost, as they say. And then he drops the bomb. You don't have to. Certainly don't, pal, because you're fired. Right. All of you. He's he looks like a fucking mannequin. So wait, play this again because I've got the sequence kind of wrong. What do you mean? About the fired thing. What do you want me to I'm, play again? I'm jumping right here. It's good. You're fired. Oh, the good, that's, that's it. So the good news the, is the good you're news, fired. Because the good news is like, and where, where does it, like that's a classic like out of left field kind of thing too. Like all of a sudden there's some good news for whom exactly? Right, right, right. And this is kind of like that Mission of Mercy thing you were talking about in the last minute where it's yes. like, you know, this is not good news. No. But he's no. got this twisted, perverse view of this mission of mercy, good totally. news, bad news thing. Totally. From his perspective, it's great news. He doesn't have to deal with these guys anymore. Yeah, yeah. So because Why does news always come in a binary like that? Because the good like, news is... Hey, look, is, if you've got bad news to tell somebody, get, try to pepper it with some good news. Yeah. And if you have good news for somebody... You don't pepper it with bad news. No, though. but maybe you wanna maybe you don't want them to get too high. <laughs> so you're like, yeah. You know, especially a sales force. You want to keep them guessing, right? You don't want them to be riding too high. Well, it's all about expectations, right? That's you want right. to manage the expectations. You got to manage the expectations. Yeah. yeah. Because the good news is you're, you're fired. fired. The Wait, bad what? news is, yeah, and that's like the look of like, what? I don't, I don't know. Everybody looks at them. The bad news is you've got all you've got just 24 hours to reclaim your former jobs. You've got all ellipse. Right. All, all you've, you've got. got just so now we know that they, I mean, they get these guys, other guys might be thinking it's just Shelly, but now they know. Right. Their jobs no, no, it's are on perfect. The line too. That's why, yeah, I wanted to point it out because that's a that's definitely a mammotism. Yeah, that's definitely something he will give you over and over again, and it is because of that. It's like that the things you see in screenplays that make you go like, oh, that feels like a bunch of shitty crafted dialogue. It's because there's nothing like that. There's nothing like you've got. Oh wait, let me make sure they know. I mean, everybody, all you've got. There's you don't get that. You get. You've all got, or you've got. That's what you get. They, they the sentence is fully structured from start to finish. There's no little expulsions or segments of of thought, and or prose. And it, it's it's. I mean, it's it's the thing that it's the thing that is innate in every mammoth piece. Yeah, is that it's there. There are moments that go like I've never seen that on screen or felt that things could be that natural. But that's one of those things. Yeah, and it's and it's the funny thing is it's both natural and unnatural at the same time. It's like he uses uh, the 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 speech of the common man, right. working man, right. and he he elevates it to poetry by breaking Agreed. it up and mixing it up right. and and you know and just heightening it's it. It's a to stylized the level. naturalism. There you go. Bingo. Yes, right. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good, and and I. I want other people to do it. I want. I. I I'm sick of seeing people talk think, in complete sentences. I think there are writers who have their own dialogue styles, and, right? And who, who do a good job. I mean, nobody does it in the mammoth way. Right. Most people don't want to. Frankly, right. Let's face right. It, right. Because it's a lot of work, 
and I it's, guess. You know, for it's certainly him, for an actor as well. Yeah, for actors, it's, it's Have hard you, work you've to been, do that. You've been in Mammoth? I've never, never been done in a Mammoth, mammoth thing, no. Fascinating. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> got to be, I mean, I know from just from writing stuff, it's got to be hard work to constantly, you know, unless your brain naturally thinks that way, that you can just stop a thought, mid-thought, throw in another thought, and then go back to the previous thought. Right. And then, you know, I, I don't think that way. I do tend to think in full sentences. Right full thoughts so it's got to be but you don't hard work you don't ever tend to speak that way probably not no definitely not i how who have you spoken to in your life more than me my wife maybe Ma- yeah maybe you've cohabitated with her longer i yeah. guess but we live together yeah. i gotta be like top five i'm here to tell you you don't talk in complete sentences. no no one does because no one does right. exactly yeah that's the point yeah it's and it's tough for me, increasingly tough for me to listen to it in in Marvel movies and shit and oh, not yeah, get aggravated by it. Yeah. You know? And I gotta things, come back to a mammoth. It, yeah, well that's the th- I mean, Hollywood, regular Hollywood movies, action movies, people say stuff. You know, they have these lines that like that like stick out, you right, know, where it's right. like uh clearly an action movie yeah, line. Action movie where it's thing, like something yeah. they couldn't have thought up on the spot and for they sure. say this brilliant, you know for sure. comeback line or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's Hollywood. Yeah, no, it is. This is not that, obviously, yeah. but it's much. Uh, but even much more in a, interesting, I, and I, maybe Marvel was the wrong, the wrong pull. But I, I feel like uh, even in movies where people are supposed to be quietly speaking in their kitchen, they're not speaking like you would quietly speak in your kitchen. Yes, true. And it bums me out. Well, there's there's the old, you know, it's it's sort of a double edged sword, isn't it? There's like the, you know, you don't want to watch real life on the stage or on the film. No, I do. Boring. Yes, no, I hear that people think that, and I, but I disagree. You just want to see slice of life. Yeah, as is. Yeah, really. Yeah. Do you, you want to? You, you want to know why? Do you want it compressed or anything like time compressed? Or do sure, you want to see it that's play fine. out in actual? There's nothing time? wrong with that. I, I, if that's the way you want to tell me. But I'm good. I'm good watching the banalities unfold. I really am. I can Clearly. I can get into that, I think, in a way that other people can't. Clearly. Yeah. Is it clear? I don't know. I mean, I think some people like like the slowest moving movie you've ever seen would be among my favorite movies. Well, I think there's a difference between a movie that moves slowly, but that has uh, forward motion or suspense, mm-hmm. you know, underneath mm-hmm. and real life. Which is a guy sitting at a desk for eight hours. But it, but that's not. But obviously, that's not all real life is. What's on the desk? What's he wearing? Yeah. What is he doing? Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, that's all dramatic. It just seems a little slower. It's not as condensed. It's not as uh, full of what it is I need to know to tell the end of his story. It could just be a guy sitting at a desk and there's nothing to it. He gets up and he and he goes for a drink. But there's something dramatic about it, probably. I would think. <laughs> well, I think that's, I could also, that's I'm, where the I'm dramatist a, brings in the drama. I have very right? voyeuristic I mean, tendencies. Like I, uh, slices, slices of banality of life appeal to me like you would not believe. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this, and this is a dramatized version of that. It gets me very close. I that's think that's true. You know, you do, maybe what I like about it. When we have conversations, sometimes you ask me very detailed questions about the simplest things that I... <laughs> do you know like you you really drill down and and eventually it becomes embarrassing my answers just embarrass me well but that's your life <laughs> that's embarrassing it's not my questions no but that's my point is that you know the the that the real life i don't know i guess if you do drill down far enough eventually you find some idiosyncratic thing in your I like life to think that so. makes it interesting i like to think so okay
I don't think it's good, and it's not for it's not for everybody. No, and I do, but I but I love the banalities. I love learning the thing I learned about. Can I? I don't know if I should talk about it. I love learning the thing I learned about you last time we we got together. Uh, about I don't know your, what that was <laughs> about how you'll leave the place that has a sink and soap after having dropped a deuce to go to a different place that has soap and water. (laughs) We're not talking about public bathrooms here. We're not talking about I go to Wendy's. I drop a juice. No, but you're in your house. Three miles away. I think the trigger was you went downstairs to wash your hands. True. You, so you, that banister has got to be a creep show. You, cause your unwashed filth is all over that banister. I don't know what you imagine happens in my bathroom. It's not nearly as dramatic as Fair you're enough. making it. Fair seem. enough. I didn't even. I didn't even know if I should bring it up, but you did now. I did. <laughs> Maybe it's out the bag now. You done brought it up. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's okay. But that banality. No. I if I hadn't. Yeah. Drilled, drilled down. Drilled down all the way down. And now you're. We would have never gotten that. Better. And I feel closer to you. Oh, good. But you just. I don't, don't want to touch, touch you. <laughs> But I feel emotionally closer to you. Physically, I'd like to be further from you. <laughs> emotionally, we are, we're closer than we've ever been. Oh, so close. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if you could just move. <laughs> physically, the further physically you are away. Is it okay if I touch all your stuff? The closer I feel to you. Can I touch like, your keyboard on the computer or like no, the I mouse? Know, I know you've washed your hands. Of course I have. I just washed them here. I worry about the 7 to 10 to 15 seconds that you're, you're out in the world, in the wilderness with the fecal. On your hands, I worry about that. My hands are not covered with fecal <laughs> no, material. Not. After no, but they're they're in closer proximity than you would like. Maybe normally speaking, maybe a thin layer of two ply <laughs> between you and the toxic material. <laughs> well, the, uh, I don't want you have opened up such a butthole full of worms. I don't want to really. Oh, talk oh. About oh now I'm out. Now oh, I'm yes. done. That's done. Finally, the most Got disgusting. It. You opened it. Oh. Okay, good. Well. So anyway. All right. Now that we know they're all going to get fired. Get this back on track. And would you please? Now they're confused. Now they're just like. Yeah, they don't know what the good news you is you're fired about? means. They have no right. idea what that. What is he talking about? And then comes my favorite part. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. And there's a dramatic uh, close up moving camera shot where they push in oh, real yeah, close yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, Baldwin's yeah, face. Yes. Yes. And he says, oh, do I have your attention now? That is really great. Because he, uh, he obviously has stopped them all in their tracks to with some tonight, extent. Yes. Starting with tonight's, tonight's sit. sit. And then it's quiet. Oh, it's it's still. Quiet. Pin drop. And he turns on, his, turns on his heels again like he did earlier. Yeah. There it is. And he turns. And oh, there's ooh, the dramatic camera it's shot. It's soap opera-esque in, in the way that it's so, so tight in as he spins. It pushes in on him a little bit. And then he scans around. Oh. Have I got your attention now? Yeah, and there's the the beautiful thin Baldwin face with the beautiful beautiful rolling hair, and and over his shoulder the the Cadillac, the Cadillac, the Cadillac first prize poster, which is not the MacGuffin as we know. That's not really the thing everybody wants, <laughs> or the Huckleberry. No, it's not it's, the Huckleberry. It's just a. Should you ever have trouble remembering MacGuffin, again, just think go Huckleberry? with Huckleberry. That's good. Yeah, yeah, the Tombstone. You know that the oh. great great Val, the great Val Kilmer, the I've great. Seen it. Seen that you movie. have, yeah, I'll, of course. I'll be your Huckleberry. Val What's his name? Uh, the uh, uh, I'll be your Huckleberry. Oh, that's right. You remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got the consumption. <laughs> he does, but he but he's still quick as draw on the motherfucker. 
<laughs> I love that movie. Do you? Yeah, I do. One, oh really? my god! You remember at at that time there were two movies that were out at the same time yes. about the same story. There what was, was the other one? one? Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp, starring uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner and uh, the Doc Co- Holliday yes. was played by um, not nearly as well as Val Kilmer. I don't even know who it was, but you can come can't. close to Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday in Tombstone. It's uh, unmatched. Now the the two of them were such. Had just such different styles, like Tombstone. Who, is such can we, a, who was the other one? Oh my Should God, I get my I, phone? I, I, no, 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 no. I could do it. Can you? I just don't have it. I have it. All right. Okay. So, but the two. But films, you brought it up. I did. Damn. So you got Talk okay, but you got a Kurt Russell versus a Costner. Yep. That's clearly Kurt Russell. Really? <laughs> Every time. Wow. I mean, no. Unless you want your protagonist to be like a cardboard cutout, oh. you would go with Kurt Russell. Would you not? Okay, so the most charming guy in Hollywood versus... Oh, so Doc Holliday is played by Dennis Quaid in Wyatt Earp. Quaid can't yeah. hold Kilmer's jock. He, he can't. This is a, this, I'm sure this is a decades-old conversation about which of those two movies is better. And I think Tombstone is certainly um, uh, I, yeah. more enjoyable. In Let's the, put it that way. Oh, because it's, as a movie, it's more enjoyable, yeah. but maybe not better? I think that's, that's part of my point. It's it's more of like an terrible, it's a it's a it's like an action movie. Point. It's a stylized, very um, I would say anachronistic almost version of the story. Which one are you talking about? Tombstone, Tombstone, your uh-huh. favorite, because uh-huh. it is it's it's very slick. It's very action <laughs> movie oriented. You know, it has a very action movie I, I feel to it. I don't it. know if I agree, but go ahead. I'll, I'll listen to your point. Whereas Wyatt Earp, I think, is a more detailed, nuanced study of the character of Wyatt Earp. Could be, could be. But mine has Val Kilmer in it. <laughs> and yours okay. has Dennis Quaid. Yes. Not even the best of his of the brothers. Of the Quaids? No, no. No. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Randy. So anyway, I don't know why we got on that. Well, cause I Huckleberry. That was me. Oh, Huckleberry. That was me. That's but I'm happy cool. to I'm still there, baby. I'm not <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm here to convince you that your piece of shit rip off of Tombstone is not nearly as good. As Val Kilmer, like Please. I said, I would if, if I was given the choice. If someone said to me, "I'll be your Huckleberry," your movie doesn't have that. No, it doesn't. your movie does not have that. No. But if, if you said to me, "Okay, I'm going to give you a choice whether you want to watch Tombstone or you want to watch Wyatt Earp," I would, I, I think every time I would choose Tombstone because, like I said, it's more enjoyable to watch. Yes, like, but I do remember uh, that I was pretty impressed with the Wyatt Earp movie. But it's it's not as enjoyable as Tombstone. It's okay. darker. It's more nuanced. For the life of me, I can't remember the Wyatt Earp movie, though I know I saw it because there's very few westerns I don't see. Yeah. Um, and I just I I was I think I, just, I, think I just eschewed it as yes. as not having not Kilmer Tombstone. in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I think you should give it a second and again, chance. It's not so much that I love Tombstone. It's Kilmer. It's got Val Kilmer in okay. it. It's one of the finest performances on film. Wow. Yeah. That's high praise. It's hyperbolic even, but yeah. I'm willing to ride it out. It's challenged me with a better performance. I and I and I challenge you to go back and watch it. I, well, I, I've seen it multiple times. Oh, you I have. only saw Wyatt Earp once, but I've seen As Tombstone did I. Okay. multiple times. Well, there, because there, the it's proof more is in the pudding. enjoyable yeah, yeah, yeah. to watch. Okay. All right. But I think you should give Wyatt Earp a second chance and maybe give it a second well, look. But you haven't even. No, because again, like yeah. I said, it's 
it, it it's in a in a way that is another that's a tragedy like if the, the movie yes. itself really no, is the, and like that, this yes, movie is yes. a tragedy yes. and so it's hard to watch it's uh, and tombstone does have a, a little bit of a a, a better ending yeah, a more uplifting it's, ending yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's it's definitely an enjoyable it's a guy film it's like like, like go get those guys we're going to take down those mean yeah, we're brothers whatever, guys. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. okay corral all that stuff it's and great. Val Kilmer and and <laughs> on top of all that you get your Val Kilmer in there so, I love a guy who's dying and still rises to the challenge one last time. Right. There's yeah, nothing better than that. Yeah. Nothing the better. Underdog. Than that. It's great. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Val Kilmer, since we're on the subject, yes, he was in a David Mamet written and directed movie. Indeed, Sparks he was, and he was very good in it. He is very good. Yeah. In it. It's it, not a great, otherwise not a great, not movie. a great movie. It's yeah. like it falls into the meh category. Yeah, for it me, totally does. Movies. It totally does. It, and it has low rewatchability. Yeah. But yeah. I re- I've seen it more than once, and I remember liking him in it especially. And then going like, yeah, he handles the mammoth stuff well. Mm-hmm. It's the it's a function of the story that that yeah, the movie kind of goes off the rails yeah, a little. It's bit. It's not a bad movie, like it's, right. It's, it's kind of like the Wyatt Earp movie in a way. It's not bad, <laughs> but it's like really dark and intense and and kind of tragic, right? You know, yeah. Uh, does have Kilmer. It does have Kilmer, which is a plus. It's, so it's not really one you want to watch over and over again because no. it's not like something. I, I, that's enjoyable. For yeah, yeah. It's it's just kind of it's brutal. Almost, yes, you know. Yes, and I think that's a quality of Mamet that he can he can do that to you, where he gives you this these brutal stories or brutal dialogue, where it's like it just hits you so hard. Certainly in the moment, in this minute. Yeah. I mean, he's relentlessly evil. Exactly. And bad. Yep. And and it, it and it's not you know what it. It hits. It strikes a chord in my in my feels because it's so believable. It's you know what I mean. It's not a. It's not just a guy with a gun on a horse. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a guy making life hard for other hardworking people who are struggling. It's like it's very, it's very relatable uh-huh. and believable, and it and it just hits me right in the. Right in the, ooh, I want to, I don't have to listen to this shit. What does Moss say when he stands up? Yeah, that's exactly what he yeah, says. I don't, I don't have, have to, to listen to this. To that's listen exactly, to that would be exactly my reaction. Mm-hmm. But in, in in a preservation way, not in like I need to, I need to put this guy in his place, but I need to survive this and I need to proclaim that this is a bunch of bullshit. Right. I, I, I would just have to do it. So this is the point in the, in the movie now for me where, um, the stakes are raised. The steak knives? The, uh, both. Literally. Both the steak he raises the, the steak knives. Exactly. Right. The steak knives and the stakes. So up to this point, we no, know right. Shelley's like a problem right. at the hospital. We know he's got money problems or right. whatever. He hasn't had a sale lately. He, yes. But now yep. we know the yep. shit is hitting the yep. fan. There's real weight to it now. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he, you know, it's in any story the higher the stakes are, the more involvement you get from the audience, right? The more you kind of get into yes. it and feel for the One characters. would hope, yes. So, you know, life and death are like the highest stakes. So now... That's why, that's what everybody goes to in a default way. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why action movies, people like action movies because it's always like every minute it's always of the like film the is highest stakes death. ever. It's yeah. the highest stakes ever. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, hyperbolic yeah. You know, yeah. stakes. So in this one, he, he's, he's just basically just lost his job which Shelley. means Shelley. Yeah. Now that's not life or death. He that's could a, get another job. You no know, one what we know about him. Yeah, but he could you know hypothetically he could get another job. Sure. You know, it's not life or death. He's not going to die. But if uh, he doesn't have this job and he doesn't have any money, we know that Dr. Lewinstein is 
Remember from the first scene? Yeah, yeah. No, I remember the down doctor. his throat. You gave him the name Lewinstein. No, I think he says Dr. Lewinstein. He does? Scene. He does, yeah. You're insane. <laughs> Nobody says Lewinstein. He does. No, really? Do- yes, he does. No. 100%. No. Really? Absolutely. You're saying 100%. 100%. All right, moving on. Moving on. This is for housekeeping. <laughs> we'll check it. We'll check it afterwards, uh, and then we'll, we'll report back. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, we know now the stakes can't be higher because if he doesn't have the job he doesn't have any income his daughter potentially will die we yes. don't know that for sure but yeah that's, no she's that's, unwell yeah she needs medical care right there's yeah. some kind of we life know or that. death yep. serious hospital situation going on good point good point so yeah the life and death is not shelly although it could be interpreted like you you wouldn't extrapolate that if he lost his job he would die immediately but it's a death of of a sort especially right. for a yeah, guy like Shelley. Yeah, it's a metaphoric death if right. he loses his job, too. And, yes, and we know, like, his daughter's life is literally in the balance. Could her we physical say that life. this would be the death of a salesman? The, oh, is, it, is it? I mean, it is more, to me, I've seen Death of a Salesman a of billion course, times. I love that play. It's, no, it's great. It's great. Arthur Miller's great, the whole deal. Uh, I even say that I biff things sometimes just because that's, <laughs> like, it seems like a thing I do. But, uh, but this, I think... It made me feel a little more for the life of a salesman, for sure. Mm-hmm. This movie. Yeah. Is there another movie? Is there a is there a third in the trilogy of the salesman movies that were once placed? Oh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sure there is one. Yeah, there probably is. Yeah, something. but those two, and this one especially, I think better better than Death of a Salesman is. <laughs> witnessing well, the death of a salesman. Yeah, well, I think Death of a Salesman was a was more powerful in its day you think? than it is today to us or you know whenever we right, 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 we right. came upon sure, it. Sure, sure. It the, the world was a different place than it yeah, was yeah, yeah. post World War II. And I always II. felt like that the 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 appropriate title is The Death of the American Dream. Well, which is the, really yeah, what the play is about. It is. But, but you can't but, call it that. No, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's a great it's a great title. Metaphorically speaking, it's good, but yeah. he, but, but Willie Loman could have been a postman or a, you know, death of a postman. It was still just the dying of a dream. That's for you to extrapolate, not for the playwright to yeah. prescribe. No, sure, but it's only because Willie Loman was a salesman that the thing was called what it was called. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, he could have, but it, yeah, but it's not necessarily about. No, it's not about sales. a salesman. Yeah, it yeah. is about the American dream. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. this is clearly about the plight of a salesman. And getting Baldwin over the filing cabinet with no coffee. And this is also the moment where, in my mind, you know, David Mamet answers the three questions that he um, has said that he says to himself when he's writing something, which are... Yes. Um, who wants what from whom? First and foremost, that's screenwriting 101. Yeah. Who Playwriting, wants what from who? Exactly. That's, the, yeah, the, that's what you start with. Yeah, these three questions are basic. If, if you're, you're writing, Bill, that's what you start a, with. Yeah, if you're writing a scene, this is, these are the three <laughs> things Mamet says you should ask yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants what from whom? Right. What happens if he doesn't get it? Uh-huh. And why now? Uh-huh. And so at this point, we've answered all three of those questions. So we know who wants what from whom. Yeah. Shelley wants the leads. Yep. What happens if he doesn't get it? Yep. He loses his job mm-hmm. and his daughter potentially will die. Mm-hmm. Why now? Right. Now, because if he doesn't get the leads and start selling, he's going to lose his job. Sure. There it is. Boom. All three mammoth questions answered. Yep. And sets up the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Just like that. Yeah. And you can see that, like, so that outline can, that will, it, it could lead you to write something as brilliant as Glengarry or could lead you to write something pitiful and shitty 
if you just explain all that stuff. Like answering those questions is not enough. No. It's but it's a good structure. It's a good framework. Yeah, it's just to ask yourself those two, you know, no one should ever Yeah, yeah. overtly it, it, answer those questions. It seems to me like uh, was that movie you were just telling me? Uh, I'm sorry, the play that you just saw the Mammoth play with Pacino on Broadway. What, oh, China Doll. Yeah. W- were those questions even asked? It doesn't sound like he even no, asked. No, they those were. Questions. You know, who 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 wants what from whom? Al uh-huh. Pacino's character, whatever the heck his name was, right. wanted his plane Bobby yeah, probably Bob. Donnie. Wanted his <laughs> One plane back with his woman. This plane got waylaid in Canada or waylaid. something. He wanted his plane sure. back with, with this woman who was on it. Was his mistress Is that like getting Baldwin? Getting Kinda. waylaid? Waylaid and Baldwin <laughs> is very similar. He got Baldwin. Uh, what happens if he doesn't get it was like... See, his, you're even now. You're, I'm there's no his, definitive. There was. It was just it, it. The play was so bad that like I can't remember. It didn't matter the, to it you. Didn't, yeah, in there the was. No, there, it didn't matter. Right. The stakes probably weren't high enough because that was the problem. The why now? The stakes weren't high enough. Right. Like it wasn't what life or death if if he got his plane back or not with his mistress. Certainly on it. no. All that would happen was she was going to like release. You know. She was going to go public. Some with damning thing. evidence against him. Some damning evidence Whoa, against him. He dude. wasn't going to get to do whatever. Blah blah. He's blah, such blah. a Republican now. Yeah. It what was, the hell happened to that guy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that was what, and there was all this. It's like Cosby fucking all those ladies. It's the same thing to me. It's like my hero turned sour and evil. Oh, don't meet your heroes. Right? How did, yeah, right? That's what they say. Yeah. Ugh. But you met him. I have met him one time. Yep. Saw him speak a bunch. Um, and was this before he be- became a crazy right winger? I, th- I mean, to me, it was that when I met him, it was I was there was still I, the height of admiration in my little heart and uh, wanting to be a disciple of sorts. I think not in that, you know, not, that sounds really creepy, yeah, I know but like, mean. but yeah, I wanted to stand on his shoulders if I was going to make any hay at all. Right. It would have been because I was a sort of a I, I learned under his tutelage. Um, and I still felt very much that way at that time. And I definitely don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> you know, I certainly wouldn't want that weird right winged wing to be under, wouldn't want to be under that at this point. Right. But once upon a time, I, I would, you know, I would have loved that. I would have, you know, jumped at the chance. Yeah. So if someone, if, if someone was like, Hey, I know David Mamet, you, he, he's looking for someone to tutor. You know, <laughs> would have been like, uh, okay. What a fantastic premise. Right. He's uh he's looking for an underling. He's bored. You got any underling qualifications? He wants to before he dies. He wants to pass on. Yeah, he wants to pass on. Genius. I would have jumped you know? at that chance. Yeah, you sure. would have too, of right? Course, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I, I, I mean, would I, jump I, at that chance with much lesser people than David Mamet. Like you know, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a good example uh-huh. without insulting somebody. No, you know, famous. Just but, off the um, top of your dome. Go ahead. I got nothing. You got nothing. But if if. But I would go with... You know, I would have studied under a beastie boy. Not that they're less than, than a mammoth. I was thinking of a play... I'm trying to think of a Another playwright. playwright? Or yeah, but uh, nobody like knows that. any playwrights. That's true. So, but there... I, I, would, I would jump Terrence the chance for... Malick? Oh, yeah. I would jump the chance of anybody. Anybody, kinda, right? Who's, who's like kind of a professional Do, guy. I wanted to make this wing. sort of... Let's talk about this real quick. Because since... It's kind of a Venn diagram of these things colliding. Finally, we were talking about... Uh, uh, people not writing like Mamet, and I remember the when I when I saw the first Tarantino that I had seen, I was like, "Oh shit, this is kind of like Mamet, only it's got a contemporary feel to it. It's much more my age. Uh-huh. It's not like a generation beyond me. 
which I think is good. Like that's the fundamentals. You learn to you learn to bounce pass before you learn the behind the back pass. Right. So Mamet taught me the bounce pass. He taught me the technique, the proper technique. You know, ball rises to the waist. I I get it. But then, like, if I wanted to Jason Williams it up a little bit, I guess I'm getting a little deep on the basketball references. But if I wanted to Jay Will that up a little bit and throw that behind my back off my elbow, Tarantino was the one that was like, "Oh shit! Look what you can do with that sort of natural, that natural intention to the dialogue." That's funny. You bring You're up- staring at me like you have a distaste for no, Tarantino. No, no, I really admire uh, a lot of his stuff. Some oh, of it, I don't love everything. Like, I don't blanket but love But the timeline. But I like a lot of his stuff, you know, it, it, especially the biggies, you know. Uh, yeah, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Pulp Dogs. Fiction. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Sure. And I, I, lo- I have to say, I loved um, Inglorious Bastards. I oh, great. Phenomenal movie. That some of the Christoph scenes, Waltz. Oh. oh, man, he was great. And some so, of the suspense scenes in that movie. That farmhouse, so that weird. opening scene in that the farmhouse. That is incredible. Incredible. And, and the one where they're in the bar. Yeah. And they're going to bomb the bar with yes. Michael Fassbender. Yes, yes, that yes. Scene, Fassbender. I love that so scene. So good. It's amazing. Anyway. Anyway, but it's funny you bring up Tarantino because I, I always, I don't know that I, I almost put him in the in the anti-Mamet dialogue department. Because Heresy. Because it seems so unnaturally cool. You know what I mean? Like, like the dialogue is so Oh, are you kidding me? Unnaturally cool. No, no. Mammoth is the king of unnaturally cool. Yeah. In the heist movie, there's a dozen of that guy is my guy is so cool. Or what what is that one? Do you know that one? Yeah. Yeah. My uh my my guy is so cool. Oh, come on, give me. Uh, so that's my fault. I couldn't remember it. I brought it up and I couldn't remember it. Well, there's it. so many of those. Like, there's so many. Isn't, is there, they're talking about the plan. Isn't that cute? And he said, uh, cuter than a pail full of kittens. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Cuter than an Asian baby. Nobody says that. I mean, if, to me, that's a that's a relative of the two writers. That's a parallel uh, path they're, they're going down. And, and Tarantino sort of like, you know, built on that that idea of the monologue being cut with dialogue and and making that more believable, more natural. I don't know. It, it that woke me up. Like hearing hearing a Tarantino script was similar to hearing the Mammoth stuff. Like I would just play it as background music sometimes. Yeah, well, he's definitely got his own music. He's his got own his rhythm own and oeuvre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that there's something in that. There is something about that that's similar to both. I think you're right. Yeah. Because in this movie, particularly Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross, I said it in. You Glenn, did. Glary, Glenn Glary, Glenn Gloss. Gloss. Anyway. High, high gloss. <laughs> so in this movie, all of the characters have this kind of like, almost like jive talk yeah. kind of rhythm to yeah, what yeah, they yeah. do. And each one has their own specific jive talk no doubt. rhythm. No doubt. They're all unique. And and it's the same thing in a Tarantino movie. The characters, yeah. you know, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction right. and Samuel L. Jackson each have their own jive talky kind of rhythm. Yeah, no doubt. That are different. Tim Ross. And, but, Tim Roth has one too, but it's different from theirs. <laughs> you know, it's, but, but there's sort of like this jivey. Ringo, tell that bitch to be cool. Yeah, there's sort of this jive maybe, maybe kind be cool. of like, No, for sure. They each speak in, in a very in a very individual way. But when you take it on on a whole, it's not unlike a French horn and a viola. You know, very different sounding in and of themselves. Put them together, they can be beautiful together. Right. And and creating that symphonic presence of dialogue is, I think, they what they both do extraordinarily well. Um, but yeah, Tar- Tarantino seemed to me to be like the more admirable contemporary mammoth. You know, because at at a certain point, it got uncool to be a fan of David Mamet. Yeah, <laughs> it, you yeah know, people clearly. people started to be like, "Oh, you like that guy?" As, as soon as someone saw the Anarchist, <laughs> it became clear that's what you're supposed to do. No, I remember in college d- defending the misogynist argument. Yes, like, yes, that's always been a thing. Like, yep. 
No, there. This is, but this is this is just what he's familiar with. These are, he writes these things because that's what he grew up with, and and that argument holds less and less water every day. But, but I, but I, I've apologized for him for so many years. I can barely stop doing yeah. it. Well, I think I think that like um, Boston Marriage, the play was yeah. a, was a reaction to that. Yes, because that's all women. There's not a all, single and they're all guy in it. Intelligent, exactly, and, and smart, Crafty, and funny, smart, and clever, funny, and cle- everything. They awesome. Don't, they don't like need the, the men. The they're, height of awesome. They're playing the men for fools. Yes. in that play. Yes, exactly, women. exactly. And it's so to me that was you know his like you know fuck you to yeah, yeah. all the people who claimed he was a misogynist yes. or couldn't write women parts. Argue. Speed the plow also was a sort of a, yes. a reaction. Let me, let yes. me, this hyper intelligent woman. Let me create this hyper intelligent who, who woman in, who first pretends to be a, the exactly. regular woman to fit in, and then like, yes, cons the is, guys out of ex- their, and is better than than want. any man yes. could ever be. Exactly, and it, it, it remind that reminds me of Martin McDonough, who oh has, yeah. has been a, a, a oh another good comparison. Yeah. Yes, because I think he his dialogue, even though it's got that Irish flavor, it he, does. he does have that sort yeah. of brutalist. Well, you're right, which you know a brutalist dialogue you know that's yeah. kind of really yeah 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 uh, tough tough talk kind of stuff yeah and he's also been accused of misogyny and absolutely kind of, and in 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 his movie uh seven psychopaths he actually has a, a line this is a great movie to, it is a great, it's great. there's a line towards the end where christopher walken has read the script that uh the other guy has one of my favorite actors i can't whose name i can't remember of course i can't remember i don't think i saw colin that movie. um colin Colin. 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 He's Irish. <laughs> Not Colin Firth. That other guy. Colin. A real good-looking guy from the Oh, British. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Of course. Of Colin course. Farrell, who plays basically Martin McDonough in the movie. Yes. He's a screenwriter named yes. Marty. You know? Oh, okay. So uh, uh, the other guy, um, I, Christopher I Walken. I forgot all his, of that. Yeah, I remember Walken. Walken. Okay. All right. Walken I should rewatch Seven Psychopaths. And he says to him, "Yeah, I think it's really good, except the, the women are all." bimbos and stupid and they don't really say anything <laughs> of any measure you know it's like it sounds like, like every criticism of mammoth yeah also exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah 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 very similar and and the good for that it's good that criticism i mean maybe like you said maybe boston marriage would not have happened without that criticism i think right. it was a response in some ways to the criticism um and not wanting to be seen as a misogynist asshole although I mean, there's enough evidence. <laughs> you could, you could make quite a case. Yes, <laughs> I mean, you really could. I, you you know, could. I don't know the guy personally. I have never met him. I've never no, seen you him haven't. live, so I, I can't say you know what his character is, what he really thinks. Right. I, I tend to assume the best of people, so I tend to think he's not a misogynist. This was just like you said. I think he was writing what he knew. Yes. You know, it's, that's what I've always said. But there, but there's a there's pl- there's plenty of evidence that he. He wrote what he knew and was happy knowing what he knew and not anything else. Well, that's okay. I mean, I don't, it's I don't not, think you, it's, it's not. not, no, 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 it's not. You have to evolve and grow. And like, as things change in the seventies, it misogyny was kind of like having a tie or, or having a, a, you know, it was normal. It was like housewives expected it even. Sure. Uh, and if that's what you know, and that's what sort of seeps into your work, it's forgivable, but not forever. Right. And he continued on in that vein for quite some time. Well, I think he goes back and forth. I mean, I think you look he, at something like House of Games. He didn't. House of Games. Yeah. The, the main character is uh, a woman. She's a psychiatrist. She is, right. A, she's an author, so she's clearly smart. Sure. She gets taken in by these con men. She does. But she eventually ends up she getting the high. She is the victor. Getting, getting the, becoming the victor. Even right. It changes her in a right, dark right, way. Right, 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 right. She wins that. But then he comes back with like a play like Oleana, where, like you said, it's either the ultimate in misogyny. 
Or, yeah, no, or, that's what I'm saying. There's you could make that case. You could make it even with even with Lindsay Krauss's character in in House of Games. Games. Cards. Games. games. <laughs> yeah. You could make the you could make the point that the, she's just an evil vindictive bitch, which is what she's called in the movie. Right. And that's all that that's all that's his representation of women. Okay. Um whether they've been wronged or not in the first place is irrelevant to that argument, but you could definitely make the argument that that's an anti-feminist piece, as well as Oleana, as well as Speed the Plow, and on and on. I'm not, and I'm not saying I agree with this. Like I said, I've made the argument in the other direction most of my life, right. but it's getting harder and harder. I'm just saying that's, you know, it's not, it's not one I even feel like comfortable making anymore. Yeah. If David Mamet makes you uncomfortable, then don't read it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I agree like, with that. That's, that's, I'm the way sorry I yeah. I, that I do like it. Right. But I, I, what, do you, what, what can that I doesn't, do? That doesn't make me a misogynist necessarily. I think this is a very important conversation. I think especially it may, for Mamet-ophiles. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's almost like racism. Like there's, Everybody is a little bit racist, you know, is the song from Avenue Q. And I think that's true. Right? Yes. Everyone is a little, and everyone's a little bit misogynistic and everyone's a little bit feminist. And everybody's a little gay everybody's and everybody's a little, a little everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes, so, yes. So, you know, yeah. get over it. I yeah. mean, you know. Alec Baldwin looks amazing. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Everyone is a little gay and everybody's a little everything. And we should all get over how much everybody is of everything else. Right. Until it starts hurting us or affecting yes. us in some negative because way. Because it's just it's just easier to say you're a misogynist, you're a racist. It is. Yeah, we can categorize them and rule them out or yeah. rule them in, yeah. as the case may be. It makes things so much easier when, like you said, you can just check off the box and yeah, be yeah, done yeah. with that person. Yeah, but yeah. That's not reality. No, agreed, agreed. Um, so, yeah. Do you want to get back to this? <laughs> what <laughs> this, this Glen Gary thing? Yeah. I don't know. There's no ladies just, in it. There's just a little thing at the end here <laughs> to, to clean up. Oh, well, she'll be back later. Don't you worry. She'll have that chin nice and tan, nice and golden for you. So at the end of this, Bonnie he does the Pale famous... Elbow. <laughs> he does the famous thing where he brings out the set of steak knives. Yeah, the set of steak which knives. Which is, again, another little piece of comedy. It's, it's not really the funny. most famous prop he works with in this speech, no. though, as you as you well know. Yes, that's yes. coming up. Yeah. But he does pull out the set of steak knives, and it is funny when it he does it. It is very funny. He, he, he whips it out so fast, like the knives themselves are like shaking and in then, the yeah, box. Yes, yes. he whips the box In the little so display fast. box. Yeah. And then, there, yeah, and there's a little pause. And he's... Like right after he holds it up, he's like, yeah. <laughs> like that's the punchline it is the punchline and he sets it up brilliantly because he says anybody want to see second prize yeah and he's like, yeah he's, he becomes like a salesman because yeah like an eight like anybody want to see second prize home, whoosh home shopping network yeah. display situation that's what that scene needed was Foley really missed the boat on this but he didn't put come in on the, he didn't put in the you know, like that little thing when he pulls there out There will be no press. disparaging Foley. No. I, I, will, I won't stand for it. That was only Moving comically. forward. No, I understand. I know, I understand. But yeah, um, he whips out the steak knives. They do come up in a in a kind yeah. of fashion. Yeah, 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 it's <laughs> yes, so funny. Yes, they do. Third prize is your five. Third prize is your five. And that's pretty much the end of this little bit that we saw here. We can still see the rain in the background coming down. It's outside. still raining oh, heavily. Man. And when he says when he says you're fired, we get a reaction shot from all three all guys. All three guys, right. Moss looking at Arano. Arano looking Arano at Moss. looking back at Moss. And then Shelly just like incredulous. And Arano uh, uh Arkin just nails it. Like that what do you get? Like three seconds of Arano? Not and even. he's got it's his hand in his No, I think it's well, I mean we can We can argue about that. We, we, no, no, housekeeping. We're doing Let's take care of that right now. 
There's one so second. That's two seconds that at least. One. See, it's less than a second. No, it's two seconds. Okay, ten twenty one. Hit play. That's so it's for the twenty first and twenty second second. Okay, two seconds. Two over the course of two seconds. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Maybe maybe a second one and a half. Yeah, 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 seconds. yeah. Okay. Um, in that moment, he's horrified. He's very scared. He's horrified. He is. He didn't. He did not see this coming. No, obviously. Who's the guy? He is really hit and hardest look, oh, by this. Oh, look at Dave Moss. Moss is just mad. Look at but him. Arano is the one who like this no, hit him Arano like a ton of bricks. Yeah, yo, he, yes, know, he's really upset. He cannot even deal. Oh. And then, oh, have I got your attention now? Are you laughing now? Are you laughing now? Oh, that's good. Mitch and Murray there paid good money. You oh. got leads. Again, he comes right you back to the leads. You got leads. Mitch and Murray They're paid good money. They're shit leads, though. Well. They're leads you processed in the in the junk mail factory. They're terrible. They are leak. Well, if you're a salesman, you can take any lead. You can go out there and you can sell to... Give me, Mitch give and me Murray Patel. Paid give me good Patel. Mo- Ravidum Patel? I can sell that. Mitch and Murray paid good money for them. What right. do you make of that? Well, that's the front of the junk, junk well, mail factory. Well, how, junk but mail. did they pay money for those leads? Of course. Like, the, the, the database. To process them? They paid your salary? No. They they <laughs> they bought them from the company that I worked for. So yeah. I typed them in. They to paid the your salary. Again, then, I say, maybe I should understand, maybe you should understand how finance works. <laughs> so the business that you work for, they make money from people. Yeah. And then they take that money yeah. and they divvy it up into little... <laughs> little digestible bits uh-huh. and they hand it out to you uh-huh. you like a little pill at the end of every week that oh! you have to go yes so you see what i mean in now? a circumspect see way they were paying my salary is that what you're saying <laughs> yes okay good yeah i agree so uh but you disagreed just minutes ago is that what I you meant by we mind. would all change our opinions and our perspectives yeah, on things I did it just yeah. like that like i would dime. correct your incorrect thinking yeah, on a dime sweet i just come Full circle, 360. <laughs> and then as a... So Mitch and Mary paid good money for those leads. Yeah. You can't... You can't just waste them. You can't no, call them not right. good. That's right. Yeah. A, any, a salesman would be able to sell those leads. You, you were you saying that. Sell Do you leads, believe you are that? not a salesman. Is that something you believe? I mean, some leads are dead. They're just dead from the start. They're always going to be well, dead. They're filled in a form. They like talking to people. I don't know. <laughs> right from they the movie just like talking it's like to talking salesmen. to salesmen yeah you know i i don't know i i i've never really thought about it that hard I come on admit but you're not yeah. a salesman you no, admit that's that. why i don't think yeah you don't because think i know every lead for me is a dead lead that's not going anywhere <laughs> i feel the same way i don't i think i would be a horrible salesman yeah but in a dave moss way not in a george arano way right right, I, right. you know what i mean I think be like, be like, you filled in the form <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Were you just fucking with me, you pieces of shit? I feel like that's how I would... And be terrible at it. 27 to Moss's... Or I'm sorry, to Roma's 90. Yeah. That's about where I'd be. I would be down the bottom, for you, sure. You know? <laughs> someone would have to take great pity so on me. So we'd both be terrible yeah, sales. Someone, I would have to play the pity card. Someone would have to take great pity on me and be like, okay, I'll, I'll sign Like Aaron owes seven grand. Yeah. Somebody, Somebody was bought like, oh, something from this him. This poor old man, I'll sign oh, it. It's, it's okay. a pleasure doing business with you. 
So now the next minute, he's just—it's just more of this. It's more of the same. We're going to be in this. This continues with with a little more uh, rebuttal from the peanut gallery, right? Yeah, we're, we're getting gonna, some little answers. Yeah, in we're going to keep getting Baldwin for a while. Well, yes, the Baldwining doesn't stop it's for just a few minutes for sure. Uh, it's got to be a good ten minutes of Baldwin, well, don't you think? I think we need to. Is it ten minutes? I don't know. I don't it know feels it like is. a dozen it at feels least, like a long but it's time. probably less. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll, have to, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah, see yeah. How long well, this is. is our second minute of getting Baldwin. Yep. Right. And it already feels sore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it does. He's doing it to us. Can we? What? One thing I want to do before we're done is uh, we have Stallone playing Arano. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to pick another one. Oh, you do? Okay. Val Kilmer came up. Oh. As did some other actors. Let's uh-huh. pick from the pool of actors that came up. Uh, um, Samuel L. Tim Jackson Roth, came up. Tim Sam, Roth. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson in this role. Sam Jackson in, in this role? In Blake. As in Blake. the Put the Coffee Down? Yeah. Done. Okay. I'm done. Fist bump. <laughs> Nicely done. done. That was easy. I love it. Yeah. I lo- Motherfucker. <laughs> That motherfucking coffee down. Yes. Right? Yep. Perfect. I love it. Perfect. It's going to be good. I'm glad we did that. So far we have <laughs> Stallone. And yeah. And Sam Jackson. <laughs> They've never done a movie together. No. So we got to get their agents We have the to phone. get them together. Got to get their agents. For this. Hello. No. You do the Stallone. I'll do the Sam Jackson. Oh. That's how this is going to no, work out. I know, I, look, I don't, I'm not happy about it either. <laughs> I, but it's the way it's going to have to go down. If we're going to get this project like higher production off values. the ground. Slightly higher. Higher than what? Rate. Than this? Than you and me. You don't get higher bad, than... Like, you could do a good Stallone and you could do a good Sam Jackson. No. But you I can do neither. No, that's not true. It is true. You could do the Stallone you were... Uh. <laughs> All right, maybe you can't no, do it. All right, maybe I was wrong about that. But we'll find some guys you can do. Okay. I'll do the Stallone and Sam Jackson, but next time we have to definitely cast someone that you can do well well that's gonna be tough but i but other other actors keep coming up organically which is great like wallace sean like wallace sean bayless shelly the cop i want him to be like get in the room (laughs) i think that would be hilarious but he would be a great shelly too but that's heaping a lot on wallace sean that's heaping a lot of of good good business on wallace sean can he handle it i don't know i just He's very. I mean, you, you're his doppelganger. Can he handle it or can he? <laughs> did the picture I sent to you? You did, you didn't see the resemblance, or were you just funning around? I don't want to see the resemblance. But you saw it a little bit when you were looking at it. Honestly, when I say you could be his brother, yes, his better looking, his negligibly better looking brother. Sure, you would go along. Sure, with it. yes, wonderful. You hate this right now. You hate doing this podcast. No, I love it. You do hate it, it, but you hate this moment of it. No. So, okay, when an actor comes up organically in the future, see if we can find we him a role. can't. We find him a role. Okay. We find him the perfect role. Perfect. Like we did today, Sam yes. Jackson as Blake. Blake. Flawless. I like it. All right. All right. Well, until next time, then. Yeah, you got to go feed your dog. That's Walk right. your dog. Just feed. Then no, feed just him. Just snuggle. Let him out. Wait, you're, you're let going him out to and then snuggle. Yeah, let him out. Yeah. That's the important thing. That's the big. He doesn't want to snuggle. Oh, he does. You. No, twenty four seven. No, no. He knows what you do in that bathroom or what you don't do in that bathroom. <laughs> he knows what's going on. No, he loves it. He does. He's he does. What's, what's your boy's name again? Dutch. I'm going to do the Dutch. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do now. I got to go home and do the Dutch. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Don't say that. Well, I'm not going to. It's beast, bestial. 
No, bestial. none of that. Well, but you snuggling. said it. You said do the <sighs> Dutch. What does that mean? That means suicide, right? He's that. That's an old expression meaning suicide. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, yeah. I doing the Dutch, I think it means taking yourself out. Ooh. You didn't know that. No, I didn't. All this time. So he was just going to kill himself? He was ready to do the Dutch. Wow. I think that's what that means. Wow. We should look that up. We should. We'll have something for housekeeping next time. Definitely. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Yay. Now I'm back on board. Yes. You love housekeeping. (laughs) I do. I love it. Sweet. So good. All your rules make me nervous. Good. Is that it? Are we done? Yeah, we're done with this minute. We're We're getting Baldwin, and it's making me a little silly. Yeah. We're going to keep getting Baldwin. Can't wait. All right, buddy. All right. Bye. Bye.